thank you for showing up. Hey, Brad. Hey, Blake. Hey, what's going on, yeah? How's it going? Hey, hey. Not bad. What's up, G? Happy Wednesday. So just... Happy Wellness Wednesday. That's right. That's right. All right. Let's hit the start button. Hey, Brandon. What's up, G? Hey, Brandon. So as we get started here, let's go over some of the boring stuff like the disclaimer. How about we do that? Let's do it. All right. So for health and wealth, our disclaimer for the for any project that we kind of talk about, please don't take it as financial advice. This is just our personal opinion. And of course, we have our own strategies as to what we think would be a good fit based on our own uh, perspectives and, let's say, journey through our financial um, world. And same with the health. We will give you our advice. And for the most part, I think we're a little bit more confident, we'll say, on the health side because that's... um, um, sort of our forte, but no one knows you better than your own doctor. So if anything seems to conflict with what we may have to say, please consult your own doctor, but please feel free to ask us direct questions in either or category, health or wealth, and we will be more than willing to give you our opinion and uh, advice. Big shout outs to Vero, our artist, who created the POEP once more for this show. So at the end, we will be presenting our, uh, we'll be handing out the POAPs. Actually, let me get that going as we talk here. Uh, What you'll do is you'll go into our Discord and there's a channel called POAP Request um, under... The category Wellness Wednesday, there's a channel called POAP Request. Just go in there and say POAP, and we will, at the end, start working on getting those POAPs to everyone. Uh, Big shout out to our brand apparel sponsor, David Pacheco uh, from Ink Brodo. He does the, uh, the shirts and gear that actually I can't, can't wait. We are almost done rolling out our complete line of branding merchandise. So we'll have like hats, hoodies, jackets, and all that good stuff with our logos on it. So big shout out to David for hooking us up with that. Um, Big shout out, of course, to our community for supporting us and always being here with us along this journey of ours. And uh, it's been quite the journey and I'm really excited for today's episode because we are going to be talking about our first NFT drop. We're going to be talking about how to prepare for performance. So a lot of good stuff today. I'm really excited about today's episode. Brad, Blake, how's it going with you two? Been pretty busy, I think. (laughs) Yeah, it's been going really good. The past couple of weeks have been hectic. We've been moving. Uh, We're actually looking into acquiring another... Uh, gym, another facility. So that's been taking up a lot of our time and and, uh, mental space. So it's been really fun though. Um, It's been a good past couple weeks. 
Yeah, I've been grinding with that movie. It was big Saturday. Bradley and I, we were we live on a third floor apartment, and we moved to an additional. I moved to my own third floor, and Brad moved to another se- second floor. So, great workout Saturday with sore as heck Sunday money from moving everything up and down those stairs, but we handled it. And uh, yeah, like Brad said, we're we're looking into 2023 and hopefully getting another fitness center opened up out here in Texas. And so it's been an exciting couple of weeks getting the logistics ironed out for that. We've had some cool stuff come, come to the table. Awesome. How you been, man? So that's been gonna... up these last couple of weeks. <laughs> preparing for VCon. Uh, that's been the biggest thing preparing for VCon. We got our March event up and running. Um, yeah, that's pretty much been the focus now that we're, I believe I just saw somebody put a post out there that we're only 64 days away from VCon. Wow. It's like crazy. Um, so it's flying and that might've been an old post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for that. But, I'm excited to get running out there and meet everybody. Yeah. Awesome. So that, that's been pretty much the, the focus for, for the last I would say, well, heavily focused for the last month or so and trying to get that put together. So really excited about that. Hey, Chad. Hey, Luna. Thanks for joining us. What's up, y'all? So, yeah, I can't wait to tell everybody about our first drop today. And But before we do that, you know, we want to talk about... Hey, Vero. Good to see you. You missed our shout-out to you. Come on, Vero. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who are new here, uh, you know, we're, we're so grateful that you're here and joining us. We hope our hope or our vision is to create a space for a community to get educated about health and help you on your fitness journey as well as your Web3 journey. And, um, you know, it's we're all on our different paths. But as you can see that even though we're on our different paths, we kind of are on the same path, if that makes any sense. So we, we, some of us are further along, some of us are a little bit further behind, but that's what we hope to do for Web3. If you're interested in Web3 is to educate you on that type of stuff, as well as health, because we know there's a lot of information out there and we just want to make sure that you're getting the right information so that you can get out there and you know, get the best out of your health. Um, So that's pretty much what we're all about. And as you can see, our approach isn't just to make a drop, but to really think about how we do things. And so um, we, we want to help others as we go through our journey. Um, If you have a project, let us know. We want to, we want to help educate you. It could be as simple as basics, uh, that V Friends is doing out there, so just uh, connect with us on Discord. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about how to prepare for performance, which came from uh, our new listener who joined us, Jill, down below. This is uh, kudos to you uh, for uh, throwing out the question: How do you perform? How do you get ready for a big performance? And so that's going to be our main health topic today. So we're moving away from nutrition. And we're going into more performance today. So changing it up a bit. Um, And then we'll talk about the drop. So um, I'm interested in, I think the three of us were talking, well, no, I don't think, the three of us were talking before jumping on here. 
And we're kind of excited about this topic because uh, we're all enthusiasts of running running and just interested in seeing each other's perspective. So we're we're free calling it right now. Like we didn't preset this up and say, hey, ask this question. We are just going to generally talk about how does Blake, Brad, and myself uh, from a perspective, I'm going to talk from two perspectives as a coach and as an athlete, but I'm also interested in how Brad and Blake set themselves up to perform for their half and marathon. So I'm, I'm going to lead with the question with Blake. What was uh, your main points in leading up to your performance for the half marathon? Yeah, over the last year, Bradley and I have been getting into really the longer distance runs. We we played sports. We've we've done the weekend warrior five Ks here and there over the last couple of decades, but we're really taking it very seriously this last year, and are really working up to do a, a Ironman triathlon someday. And the last re- leg of that is doing a full marathon. And so our focus has been preparing for that full marathon. And Brad ran his first full marathon two weeks ago and I ran my first half marathon two weeks ago and from a year ago from when we first started the 5k serious training to where we're at now um, preparing for race day has drastically changed and it's really just been from experience over this last year and and doing a lot of research talking with coaches like yourself Um, going into this half marathon my focus was the day before getting a great carb load not eating a ton of protein um, just getting a lot of good energy, a lot of carbohydrates. We had an awesome carb Italian dinner uh, Saturday night going into our race Sunday. Um, and then also at the at the end of the day, I, I took a good fiber supplement to help when I woke up in the morning to clear my system, to hit the restroom, because I really wanted to make sure I was running 13 miles with an uh, empty stomach. And over the that morning, I had a little bit of coffee. I, I had, uh, I believe I had half a banana and was sitting at the start line ready to take off and over those 13 miles i made sure every 45 minutes we i had a a carbohydrate electric beverage available as well as a a goo pack which has some good amino acids a little bit of carbohydrates as well as uh, caffeine um, to keep me fueled up running the race and then just great hydration Um, but really wanted to focus on just having an empty stomach the last over the last year i've ran a couple races where i've eaten a little too much the morning of a race and I'm out there running and my stomach gets upset. Um, you, I get gassy. If you're out on a race, you definitely don't want that to happen. Um, having to possibly, you know, stop to hit a porta potty, porta potty when you're trying to hit a race makes it makes it challenging. So that was my big focus going into this half mile was having an empty stomach and a good carb load the, the night before to have some good energy stores. Yeah, so when it comes to like preparing for performance, I guess, like you said, Angelo, we kind of brought that topic out and then it's kind of now we're just going to kind of talk about it from our perspective. So when I think preparing for performance, I'm thinking like, okay, what does that mean? Are we talking about preparing for performance when you set your goal or right before the race starts? Because really that preparation starts when you set that goal, when you see that race on the calendar that you're going to prepare for. Whether it's four weeks, eight weeks, 16 weeks out, that's when that preparation starts. So having a good detailed plan, you know, it doesn't have to be totally detailed if, you know, if you're not trying to hit a certain time goal, but if you want to just complete the race, you know, you don't have to have a completely detailed um, 
a strategy on how you're going to do like an eight-week program on as far as a day-to-day, but having a rough estimate on when you're going to, you know, how you're going to progressively, in the terms of running at least, progressively increase your mileage, what's that going to look like? I was going for a 10% increase in total miles per week leading up to the marathon. I found that that was a pretty quick scale. Um, so I did kind of had had to dial back that amount of mileage I was increasing on a week to week basis, and then leading up to the to the marathon, it's like okay, uh, how am I going to prepare two weeks out from the marathon? Because each race di- is going to be different as far as um, how your taper is going to look. So tapering for a race is essentially backing off your mileage and backing off your intensity so that when the when you're on the start line on the morning of the race your body is prepared and ready to rock and roll so for a marathon kind of the golden standard is a two-week taper so two weeks before the race starts i'm gonna start dialing back my mileage but in keep but keeping my intensity up so mileage might be reduced by 20 percent, and then by um another 20 to 30 percent the following week or the week right before the race and this is going to again allow all the uh, adaptations to heal that you've just put it through for the past four eight however long you prepared to get this race going um and this becomes actually quite a mental battle because if you're so used to running let's say 50 miles per week and then you need to dial that back by you know bring it all the way down to like 20 miles a week that's where the mental uh, the mental kind of uh, game starts to happen because interestingly enough when you reduce the mileage you start to like feel these weird aches and pains that you haven't felt before and your body just kind of feels a little bit off because you're not performing you're not running the same mileage that you've been running for the past you know three months um so it becomes a, a, a very big mental game leading up to the leading up to the big race, and that's why it's important to have a detailed plan. So and then you just execute that plan. And my plan, like I said, was reducing my mileage but keeping my intensity up so that your my legs still knew how to turn over quickly enough. Um, but then, of course, reducing that mileage so that I'm fresh for the for the race. And I would highly recommend honing in and finding a a running coach if you are interested in getting into running like i was saying bradley and i spent this last year really just trialing and erring and researching ourselves. but uh having someone like angela i bet would help us get there from a to z a little quicker uh, but angela how would you prepare someone for a race so i i kind of had the same question as brad is like where do, where do we start and i totally agree um everything starts from day one when you start planning and um, <laughs> it's funny, I love this topic so much. Actually, it was the first video I ever did on YouTube um, awesome. and <laughs> it's out there and it's, it's like pieced together and it was like 45 minutes long or something like that. And it took me days to record it. Cause it's like, Oh, they need to know this. Oh, they need to know that. Yeah. Um, because for me, it's so exciting to take a runner from where they are to wherever they want to be. And and one of the things you brought up was really uh, good because 
there's a big difference between crossing the finish line and crossing a finish line at a certain time. Um, and preparing for that, um, one of the things I grew up when I trained was that I was just told to go do whatever it was, go do 400, you know, 400 repeats at try to hit this time. But I never knew what that meant. And so as I got older and started really thinking about training, I break everything down to like, this is the pace you need to run on your easy days. Um, When you're running up a hill, uh, one of the things we try to do is we go out there and we find the course that we're going to be doing and we try to find elevation maps and we try to simulate because if this is your peak performance, like this is your big race, we look for to simulate that day in and day out. And I throw some things in there to keep you mentally challenged. So um, we set up the whole year so that your focus is training for that course. Um, and then we do things along the race. We do time trials. Um, but every every little aspect of the plan that I do with a runner is there's there's a specific point to why we're doing what we're doing. But the as far as performance goes, let's say everything goes well, you got your plan, you're following it, you're doing your tempo runs, your hill repeats, having their place in this in the cycles. Um, then we get to the last four weeks. The last four weeks to me is very important because um, in the time trials, the time trials are super important because those to me are your rehearsal runs. And we, I typically have people do it every four weeks to track how we're doing. And they're never the race. So like if you're doing a half marathon, your time trials are going to be between 5Ks and 10Ks. And we're, we're trying to build up your confidence all the way through the entire program. And uh, it's funny because at the beginning, everybody says I'm too easy. By the end, they're crying for mercy until they get to the, to the taper week. Um, then they feel like they're in heaven and there's a big, there's a big, it's that whole, you know, break you down, but then build yourself back up, break you down, build yourself back up. So the last four weeks are super important because if you're going to do, let's say, um, like even on your long days, like if you're doing a half marathon, your time trials, we know before we're going into the race where your water stations are going to be, like when you're going to take your, um, you know, your goo or whatever it is during the run. And while you're out there doing your time trial, we're simulating, oh, at this point, you're going to be taking your, your water. So don't take your water beforehand. Take your water at that point. Um, you know, food testing. You shouldn't be testing food at the last week. You should already know what your body performs well. So throughout the entire year, we're testing different things to see which, especially on those time trials, what makes you feel better. And we may tweak things here and there, especially if you're a new athlete that I've never worked with. But uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're always preparing for that last day. And then the taper, as Brad mentioned, is, is uh, very important because um, we, we, change the way we run um i have usually runners running uh it's like three phases power phase quick phase and then a form phase um in those last weeks i'm focusing people on form 
feeling good when you're running. And that's the other thing is like, I'm very, we, I have people use watches and stuff like that, but I'm very into not necessarily uh, listening to music while you run, because I want you to know, especially when you have like a bunch of people around you and you have watches, um, sometimes your watch is skewed compared to what the course map is. And you, you're crossing the mile marker and you're like, whoa, either I'm too slow or too fast. But the way I have my athletes train is that I'm having them listen. They're listening to their breath. They're listening to their feet. And they're listening to the patterns that their body goes through running up a hill, running down a hill. And that's the other thing is I have them watch their time and try to gauge, okay, if I'm running up a hill, I'm usually 30 seconds slower. If I'm running down a hill, I'm usually 30 seconds faster. So that course that we're running, we've already know like where you're going to be. So we know the first mile, people usually come out really fast for the first mile. You're a lot quicker than you're used to because your adrenaline's running high. Um, so we, we take that into factor and saying, okay, the first mile, you're probably going to be a little quick. Now let's reduce that speed. And I do things during the, the uh, let's say, your workouts to practice controlling your speed. I'll have you speed up to a certain speed, and I'll have you try to control that so that when you're performing out there, it's just like habit. Um, so when we is go that, up there to X. Oh, is go ahead. That, is that speed during the time trial, is that your target, like, pace race or race pace? Yeah, so... So when we look at everything, we look at what's the equivalent, if what, if we want to hit a half marathon at a certain time, what's the equivalent time that you have to run your 10 K at? And that's what we aim at mm. on your easy days. How easy do you have to run in order to hit that half marathon time? Because if you think about it, if you look at the top performers, if I go out there and run, you know, let's say I'm running an eight minute mile. I can almost guarantee you that the top people in the world are not running eight minute miles for their easy run and running sub four minute miles. So we got to take that in consideration through the entire training. And so when we, when we set the goals, we need to set the goals right at the very beginning, because if you're expecting to run a five minute mile, yet you're running a 10 minute pace for your easy days, those two don't match up. So we're always looking at, um, you know, in that preparation, if you run a mile race, what would that look like? What's the equivalent time to a half marathon? So we're always comparing the two and we're tracking it. And, um, usually there's a lot of mental things that I throw in there. And then the last week of course is a mental rehearsal. Um, and that's, that's the coolest. I actually wrote an article of my whole pro like one day, uh, race day from start to finish. And it was, uh, I just journaled the whole thing, like going into it, like by the time you reach, you reach that start line, even the day before or whatever, you've already put in the work. You are where you are. There's not much more you can do. And there's a lot of things you have to take in consideration. I've run many races where I thought the course is going to go one way and the day of they change the course on you. So your whole plan is shot out the door. Um, so there's a lot of mental preparation that we go through. But um, food, I don't mess with. Going back to the four habits on our very first show, 
is very important those last two weeks um, when it comes to performance. So making sure you're sleeping well, making sure you're eating the right foods. Don't try new foods in this, in this time period. Um, making sure that you're hydrated, um, you know, and doing the right exercises, tapering. Those four things are, they're fundamental. They're fundamental in no matter what you do. Um, so uh, that, that, those are my tips, especially those last two weeks, um, is to make sure you're hitting those four habits because um, it's more important to hit those fundamentals than go out. I'd rather you not run for two weeks because it takes about two weeks before, depending on the individual, before you start losing all the hard work that you've done. I'd rather you focus on those four habits and not run for four those last two weeks than to run those last two weeks and not do any of those four habits. Yeah, that makes sense. I've had some races where I wasn't able to get the exercises in the week prior to, week and a half prior to, just with work and personal life going on. But I was still able to be okay with the sleep and the nutrition and performance at race day was you know better than expected. But I've also had days where I've done the exercises, I've done the nutrition, but then my sleep is shit going into a couple of days <laughs> before and I get the race and it's, it's everything's blown out of proportion because I wasn't able to get that sleep. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, they all matter. I mean, like every, every moment of my, and this, this helps actually too, is to have every moment of race day or performance day mapped out from the moment you wake up to the moment you eat to the moment you drive. And I have it like, uh, I, uh, I usually have the athlete like right out the entire day. What's the entire day going to look like? And so they're focused and I, that's why I have them focused because they've already done the, the work. Their body's already done the work. Now it's just getting them through it and not worry so much about, um, you know, how well we're going to do. We're focused on, okay, you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. At 7 a.m., you're going to eat this um, at, you know, and map it all the way out. At uh, mile five, you're going to be at this at this time. Um at mile five and a half is a water station. So you're going to get this and you're going to focus on the And having them focus on time, um, what they need to hit and not so much the pain <laughs> is, is, uh, is, uh, is, is a good, is a good way to keep them mentally focused on performance and also listening to the breath and everything. And then I have this one little trick. I'll give you uh, something really cool here. Um, especially for runners. Um, I have this thing called the refresher. And what it is, it's a mental thing. And it's like a, a bonus, we'll call it, especially on those longer races, um, is there's a point in every race, you have your beginning where everything's like, you're on high adrenaline, things are going well, things are going well through the race. And then right in the middle, you start, you know, mentally like okay i got this but some for some reason always near the end for me it's around miles nine and ten and a half marathon my body my brain wants to fail on me like it wants me to give up and say don't do this once i hit mile 11 and 12 i'm like you got this you just got to push through it um it's what i call the refresher so one of the things i hate 
are when I run is gloves, but I need to do it during the winter. So, and this doesn't work during the summer, but during like October here in New England, um, I'll put gloves on and my hands are sweating and mentally I know they're there and it's kind of claustrophobic, but I'm still focused on my time. If I feel at miles nine, 10, wherever it is for you, I will take those gloves off and the fresh air that hits those hands, like just gives me a breath of like, Ooh, like cool, refreshing. I feel refreshed because I've made something uncomfortable go away. And, uh, that just changes my mindset. It switches it. And I'm like, Oh, wow. That feels good to have the cool air on my hands and not these, you know, these gloves or whatever. And usually helps me get through those first, those tough miles, like just totally redirecting your brain somewhere else. That's great. And I, and I, you know, this is definitely for that next level athlete. It sounds like that's a high school athlete or a collegiate athlete or a weekend warrior that's really trying to hone in on their PR. And if you don't know what PR is, that's your personal record. And there's going to be a best case training program to dial you in to really break that PR. But what if we're talking to somebody that's your weekend warrior that's doing a 5K once every, you know, six months or trying a 5K for the first time? What do you think would be some just, you know, like top three or five pointers that you would give them? Um, I would suggest definitely, you know, knowing when the race starts, when to get there, you know, what what your fueling is. Um, but what other little tips would you give a, a beginner that's getting into their, their first 5Ks or even one mile? Yeah, that's a good question. So for me, the, the best thing is to um, still have a, some sort of plan. Uh, especially making sure that you empty yourself because that you don't want that happening during the run. Um, sticking to those four habits is definitely a must, no matter what your you know what performance you're looking for. Um, and just enjoy the first one, like the the first the first race you ever do. Yeah, don't think about time. Just go out there and have an experience and. If you have a competitive bug in you, it will naturally come out at either during the race or at the finish. You'll be like, wow, I, I want to do this better. Um, but for your first race, just go out there, have fun, enjoy yourself. Because if you're not racing against the clock, yeah, I mean, take it all in. Like you're running. There's a whole bunch of people around you. You got fans, you know, shouting on the sidelines, like soak it all in, like, you know, be in the moment. Don't think so much where the finish line is. Um, and just be um, cautious at the very beginning, especially at crowded races. People are kind of, you know, too close and there might be a little shoving and things like that. I typically always try to run to the side. I never run in the middle of, uh, of a race. I always try to get to the side uh, of the lines um, in, in order to avoid people all around me. So usually it's just on my uh, right. I usually head to the left side. So people are always on my right side um, because it can get there, uh, get really crowded and frustrating sometimes because people step on your feet, um, especially your heel. And you, you, you just uh, take it easy at that point. Don't feel like you have to go out the gates and, you know, um, crush it. Um, 
you know, just, just take it in and enjoy uh, all the hard work. I think that's the big thing. You have put in a lot of work to get to that point, especially if you're just starting. You probably started from walking or whatever. Like, while you're running, think about, like, you, you, you got here. Like, that's a lot of work. It's not easy going from zero to a 5K, even a mile. Like, yeah, pat yourself on the back and you deserve that race. You deserve to have fun. You deserve to get to the end and, you know, just, just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good, that's a good point. Just get out there and put yourself on the line and see what you can do. I I found once I did my first one, that's what gave me that foundation to, okay, I, I know where I'm at. I know how I felt. I've got the experience. And now I can get out there and, and look on if I want to sharpening, uh, sharpening this, the skills and the time and those, those habits, you know, get better at the sleep, getting better at the nutrition, getting better at the, the, the workouts and, and putting it all together, going into that next race and the following race. And you learn more from each experience and you tend to get better. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. I would say also don't, if you haven't trained like for speed or anything like that, and you catch that bug during the, during your first race, um, be cautious because you don't want to hurt yourself. Um, so what, what could happen is somebody passes you and you get that, that bug. Trust me. I know that bug, uh, focus on yourself. Um, and don't focus so much on the other, uh, on the other runners. I think that's a big thing too, is, uh, feeling depressed or put down because people are passing you. Um, it is what it is. You're here. It's all this race at that moment is all about you and the hard work that you put in. If 1000 people pass you, who cares? You, you, you worked hard. No one can take that away from you. Um, so just go out there and do your thing. Don't focus on other runners, you know? Um, and that's even for performers too. Don't, I find so many people break down because they're focused on uh, too many, um, too many people passing them or whatever. Just focus on your game plan. And if somebody hasn't done a V or hasn't done a five K before, um, or folks that are doing five Ks currently, I know NFT Athletic Communities. We got a five K in May that we're setting up, right? So that could be a first, <laughs> good first one for everybody. Uh, you want to discuss a little bit about that? Yeah, so exciting news for our community. Our first NFT drop is coming up. And with that is our first live event that we are hosting, which is a 5K. Um, actually, we're, we're shifting it up a little bit. You have up to a 5K. So the course has changed, um, but we have a new course I think is actually better And talking to Bryce Allard, if anybody knows him from the Friends family uh, who lives in Min uh, Minnesota, um, Minneapolis area. He, um, he was saying where we're going to go. It's a four loop um, course. So one, we'll be able to see each other and kind of do that loop. And so you could do one loop, two loops, three or four. Uh, whatever, whatever you want, but uh, that's that's uh, the the 5K, and we also have set up uh, a social event for um, for us to kind of get together and really meet and greet and say hi to each other. If you're coming out to VCon, so 
that those are the two main things we're doing is the the 5k and the social event and so the 5k is on friday at 7 a.m and we have the social event which will be on saturday from 8 30 to 11. uh technically you could show up at 8 uh, but i believe the concert at vcon goes to 8 30 or something like that. So, but feel free to come in between 8.30 and 11. And depending, well, it depends. Uh, so we are, we have our NFT drop, which is uh, the gold member. So this is like the OG for our community, the gold member, uh, the gold member NFT. And so if you, so there's a time limit, I should say, on how big we go. So we have been spending a long, a lot of time, almost a year now, preparing for this day. Every little thing that we've done as a community has led up to this. Every little minute thing that we've done. Um, so we have now planned out that we could go super big or we could go super small. Depends on how many people want to support the community and uh, get into what we're doing uh, because we're still at the very beginning. Um, which is which is funny for me to say because most projects have been released within you know moments in time and they're still planning out stuff. We've done things a little bit different. We've planned out and now we're just ready to execute. So everything we talk about is ready to go. There's no well maybe it, it is what it is. Uh, so we have a time limit and we have capacity limits. So. We have one week, so we have till, what is it, uh, March 20th? Is that correct? No. Uh, March, the Friday. 18th. Friday, March 18th. Or no, we're talking about next week, the 25th. Yeah, the 25th. So we have till March 25th to decide how big we're going to go. Are we going to have a big social event or a small social event? Are we going to have a big 5K race or a small... 5k race so um that so we have we have about a week to get everybody in there but regardless of what we decide as a community to do um we for the for the social and the 5k we still have all the other stuff all the giveaways built in there so like after 200 for every 200 tokens we sell we'll give away an oculus to the newest oculus i believe that's out there um, and the big one, the big one, which is if we sell 400 tokens, we are giving away a access token to VCon. So that's, that's at 400. So if we sell 400 tickets, that's huge. Somebody's going to VCon, or at least they're getting the, the token and they can do whatever they want with it. They can sell it. They can participate whatever they want to do so that's at 400 that's so cool is there anywhere that uh we can view that roadmap yeah so it's on it's in our discord um actually there's a twitter i posted a twitter <laughs> is that my accent there twitter <laughs> uh i put a twitter tweet out there twitter tweet <laughs> I don't know if I haven't figured out how to pin things, but uh, yeah, the roadmap is out there and it's in our discord as well. 
Um, do you see where it is out there? I do. Actually, I'll pin that right now. Okay. That happened. Boom. How are we looking? Is it up there? It'll probably pop up. So anyways, yeah. So we have a time limit and we have capacity. So we can have up to 750 people join us at the 5K. And we can have up to 400 people to the social event. If we do the 400 social event, we're giving, we're, we're providing food and two, two free drinks. So up oh, there it is. Yep. Yeah, I can see it. So yeah. So for the 5k, if we have 50 people or more, we will have it professionally done. Uh, meaning marked course, water stations, um, but regardless, everybody's still, whether we have a big or small, everybody's going to get a shirt, a medal, um, a, an exercise or racing bib, um, all, the, all that, you know, normal stuff you would see at, an, at a typical race. Just if we go big, we are going to go like mapped out course, water stations, the whole nine yards. So, and uh, that that token now is up for sale and we have a lot of things built into this. I don't know if now's the right time to sort of talk about all the, all the minute details, but the big things are the social event, the 5k, the token access to VCon, uh, Oculus every 200. Um, what else? We have the 10k giveaways. We got those going on, uh, at certain thresholds. So all the way, um, up to a thousand. So we only have a thousand gold member tickets. Oh, and also you, you get, um, with the gold member, of course, there's going to be future utility to that token. Um, so if you hold that, you will always be, let's say it's like Gary's 555 and V friends, but the gold members will always be the gold members, you know, like that, that won't be like, you know, they, they will always get prime choice uh, to everything. Uh, let's see. Um, what else did I miss or should I talk about? Uh, it looks great. I mean, really, you know, the topic of today's combo is preparing for performance. And we're talking Friday, uh, that's May 20 at 7 a.m. that the race is running. And so it looks like we would definitely suggest folks getting out there thursday to be a part of econ if they're planning on going to vcon and then also just be ready to do a little run in the next day whether it's one lap around the the course or the full 5k yeah oh and that's the other thing if you're a gold member i will coach you personally uh to be able to cross whichever if you want one lap four laps i will personally coach gold members to reach that goal at least to do at least one walk, at least one lap, but I will try to get you out there. So you could call it a couch to 5k, uh, program, uh, you know, those typical programs, but, uh, I will, I usually start off with a generic plan and then I get to you as a specific individual and say, okay, Hey, um, let's change this up and do this. So I will personally coach you as a gold member for VCon to get you prepared for that if you feel a little anxious about doing that. Also, because we have such a time limit, um, 
we, we really need to push this out to everybody. So um, I don't typically say, hey, everybody retweet this. And um, I'm just not that, you know, that type of pushy type of person. Maybe I should be. But I would say if we need any help and support because we have such a time frame, short time frame, and we really want to go big for the community on this, um, I'm asking that people start, you know, retweeting, talking about it, go into different rooms. I'm not saying shamefully shill, but um, if we really want to take the community to that next level, we have to come together as a community now and kind of talk about what we're doing. Um, part of it, I didn't say this actually, part of the gold member token is you will get a utility token for a future PFP, um, a generative PFP that, um, that will be used for something in the future. I'm not going to get too much into details. You probably, if you've jumped into clubhouse and some things you probably heard bits and pieces here, but, uh, yeah, th this will be for a future PFP. You'll get access to that automatically. Um, and so, yeah, so if, if anything, today's the day, or this would be the moment that we would want to sort of shill our community so that we can take things to the next level. Um, so any support that you can all give would be great. I think it's really cool. I didn't realize that you're also providing the, uh, personal coaching and in addition to that that's that's it that's cool that's really cool i'm excited to start tapping into that <laughs> <laughs> well i should say also for some people um they, they can't make it to vcon and so we're doing something special for those because we always do our virtual runs right so we're still going to have our virtual section of it so that you can still get the shirts the medals like you would any other event only you just can't participate there live. So what we're doing is we're creating separate tokens. So let's say that you're one of the first 50 people who show up or uh, who, re who register. Um, you will get a the, in, um, the PFP. What, what if you don't want the PFP or what if you can't show up to the social? There'll be a separate token that you could sell to somebody else. So if you can't make it there live and you get a social token, you can sell that off to somebody else. So we're separating the gold member from all the other. Um, if you want the raffles, let's say you buy three, three, um, you go out there and purchase three of them. Um, you'll get three raffle tickets that you could sell one, keep two. So everything is going to be separated so that you have the freedom um, to participate or sell or do whatever. So I think that's a neat feature that we've added into that. And so if you know somebody who wants to be part of a social, who wants free, uh, some free food and two free drinks, <laughs> you can sell that to them if you can't be there in real life. Should we bring people up from the audience? Yeah, if anybody has q and I think it'd be a good time to pull those in. Yeah, it could be about the drop itself. It could be about uh, performance. It could be anything that you want. This is like, ask us anything about anything. <laughs> so if you have any questions, feel free to raise your hand um, and we'll pull you up. 
And of course, don't forget the PO app, jump into Discord. Uh, there's a channel in there called Request PO app. Just say PO app and we'll hook you up with one for participating in our show today. And to purchase the gold member, I would do that via NFT Athletic Community's website, correct? Yes. Uh, so, yeah, good good point. So to get the, uh, the gold membership, you go to our website. We're not using Ethereum. And, you know, even though gas prices are low, um, we're doing it just like we do our normal registration, which is go to our website. Uh, once you register... We'll airdrop you all the tokens that you get, um, that that you would get. So the social and all that fun stuff. So the first twenty five who sign up um, automatically get the social tokens, um, you know the PFP tokens and all that good fun stuff. Um, but uh, let me put a post out there right now on Twitter in Facebook and what will happen is maybe one of you can pick that up and post it, uh, pin it to the top so people can go directly there. No problem. Uh, let's see here. You would think I would be more prepared for this, but. <laughs> yeah, I know you're just putting this all together, man. This is, you've done so much so quickly in the last just six months. It's yeah, it's been it's been real fun to see and be part of what we're doing here um, <laughs> as the creator and as a uh, let's say um, a participant in what we're doing. And all the behind scenes that we, we've got going on. OK. Log in. And anybody have any questions? Just raise your hand if you guys have anything. Um, what are you going to do, Blake and Brad? Are you guys going to do the full 5K or what are you planning on? Or are you going to be part of the sort of the setup crew or whatever? I plan or on both. being able to do both. Yeah. <laughs> both, right? <laughs> yeah, the combination of both for sure. Yeah. 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 Give everybody a, a 10 minute head start and then we'll get going right after. I have to get my training up uh, to get out there because I have not, uh, I, I want to be able to run the 5K. Whether I'm able to or not um, is a different story, but uh, I want, well, I want to be able to do it. Um, whether I'll be able to, because I'm running around, uh, is, is a different thing. I'll have my own race, I guess, running around trying to make sure it's all good. Yeah, set your uh, Garmin or whatever tracking app you have and see how many miles you put in that day. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, man, it won't let me post it now. Oh, that's a shame. Um. Yeah, it took away the, the option there. Oh, for you to post a tweet? Interesting. Yeah, usually I can post it directly from the website, and it says, oh, yeah, here you go. Maybe if I do this. 
Yeah, it won't let me post it now. Um, I'll put a, I'll put the link in in our um, in our Discord, and I'll also tweet it out after this to get people going um, and just start, uh, you know, shouting out. And uh, it's live now, so you could go out there. It's on our website, nftathleticcommunity.com. Go to the shop, and then once you go to the shop, go ahead and uh, click um, the events. And then once you click the events, uh, there should be a live event now. Our first live, you know, th this is the part that excites me the most. It's our first live event, at, and it's going to be at VCon. Yeah, that'll be epic. Well, I think that's second to meeting everybody in the community that can be there. Yes. All right, and I got the first one, it looks like. It's cool because it shows you how many are in stock still. <laughs> how, what? You purchased one? Yeah, it's locked down. Let's first see. one's officially locked in. Oh, no, you're our first one. Uh, he, so, Blake, you get the first uh, tokens and everything. Sweet. 999. Yeah. Um, yeah, let me put this over here. Maybe I could, I'll put it in the Discord if everybody could, uh, you know, kind of send that out to everybody. It will take them directly to it. And, um, yeah, I, I, you know, if, if any, I, I love to do the big thing for everybody. Um, it's going to be pretty cool. I've been talking to a lot of people and, uh, let me just say that the roadmap doesn't show everything. I'll just say that, especially up at the top that says, oh my, there's a reason that says, oh my, <laughs> uh, we're, we're not revealing that yet, but, um, I just put in Discord the link directly to it uh, in the general chat area. That's probably not where I should probably put that. I'll put that in the VCon area as well. But um, that is the link to go ahead and do that. And um, this is the this is the full thing. So, all right, cool. And so our goal by next Friday is to lock down four hundred. Our least. goal. Our goal is to hit at least 400 by Friday. Um, and not this Friday, the 20 Friday, the 25th. And based on that, we will then make decisions how big we're going to go um, based on how many people are going to participate. So, and uh, then if, 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 if possibly we don't hit those 400, are you still going to keep the, are you still going to keep the, coins available for purchase purchase and the raffle available um, leading into vcon yeah so nothing else will ch if if people let's say we don't hit those targets and we have to go small on the 5k in the in the social event if we still hit 400 before we get to vcon then i'll still raffle the access token off to an individual so all the other stuff is going to stay in play it's just how big uh, this that the uh, sorry May uh, March twenty fifth is just going to decide how big we're going to go on the social in the five k. Everything else is going to stay the same, based on how many people we get to sign up to the gold membership. 
Right on. And, yeah, and it's it's in USD, so we're not yeah, like I said, we're not dealing with gas prices, people trying to race to mint first or whatever. We wanted to avoid all that hip hype. Um, you know, we we you know, as far as the let's say the you know <laughs> the FOMO, uh although it works great when you're trying to get lots of people in, we didn't want to do that to our community. We wanted to make it nice and smooth, like we've been doing any other event, um, and just uh, leave it that way. Cool. I'm excited for that. I'm excited to really start working with you now that I'm a gold member as my running coach now getting into that as well. So you can break down <laughs> these PRs. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. All right. I think that's it for the show. If nobody has anything left, thank you again for everybody for showing up. Really, really um, – excited and thankful that you all showed up and look forward to talking to you um, in in uh, discord and getting you all those po apps thank you vero again for the artwork on that that was really cool again can't wait to uh give everybody that that artwork All right, everybody have a good night. All right, y'all. That was fun. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, great time. Thanks again. And it's the athletic community. Talk to you guys soon. <laughs> yeah.